Welcome to episode 54 of Instant Expertise Marketing. In our last episode, we shared three wildly different offers from totally different client categories. But what all three had in common is they all delivered stellar results, yet each one took a totally different path to success. So today we're going to share four more from the archives to help inspire you to create your own offer that doesn't suck. So if you haven't listened to part one, have a listen when you're done here. You're already here. You might as well listen all the way through. So let's get started. I'm Yvette Brown, co-founder of X Promos. I became an entrepreneur at 23 by starting a promotions agency with my then 29-year-old business partner, Sherry Nomad. And I'm Sherry Nomaddy. I know you guys have been listening for a while, and so you know that Yvette and I approach business from opposite ends of the spectrum. Yet, we do always come to the same conclusion on how we help our clients move forward and succeed. You may be wondering, how do we know an offer sucks? And what doesn't? Well, it's pretty simple. Most clients do come to us after running one of those sucky offers with really underperforming results. That's exactly it, Sherry. We typically use their experience, their maybe not so great experience, and they already had a budget that they used for their sucky offer. And we use those as parameters to help benchmark creating something new, developing something that creatively connects to their brand. And then we layer in scientific triggers to help entice those prospects to take action. And when we're done, we deliver KPI crushing marketing offers that are based on a blend of both science and the best creative out there. Oh, that's so nice. But what we realize when we think about offers in, in particular is they're like a good cookie recipe, okay? Once you have the base down, you can create your own blend of flavor add-ins to make it uniquely enjoyable. And while some of you may really love the snickerdoodle and some of you are gonna be all in on the chocolate chip, at the end of the day, you're gonna to appeal to a different audience but both offer the both of those cookies are still going to be uh, eaten off the plate. Music to my ears because right? you know I love, I know you love you mixing up my cookie recipes. <laughs> but in other words, guys, there really is more than one way to find the right blend for success. And that's exactly right. Even if you haven't consumed our last couple episodes, we really suggest you go back and check it out. Because if you go back two episodes ago, you're going to see six tips to develop a killer cookie base. I mean, offer base. Okay, now you All right. The cookies. <laughs> I know, Yvette, now come on. Enough about the treats. Let's get to the memorable offer for some emerging local brands. That's right. We are on to offer number four. This is about making your reward memorable, specific, and relevant. Mm -hmm. We helped Stremix Heritage Organic Milk battle for market share in the highly competitive Southern California market by tightening up their USP, which is their unique selling proposition, and then building out their grass grassroots marketing efforts. 
Okay. One of the key tentpole initiatives that we suggested and negotiated actually was sponsoring club soccer because it aligned so well with their ideal customer persona right here in the Southern California market. Yep, and our offer drove Stremix to become the most recognized sponsor, really even at a lower level partner. And years later, soccer families saw Stremix organic milk reps at state cup events and they were still talking about that program that we launched and how great it was. And that program boosted their market share by 6% that year. Yeah, it was really amazing. And really because of our tight budget, when we looked to do something spectacular for Stremix, we decided to create a contest where one entire team, your entire soccer team could win a trip to the Hawaiian Inter Invitational Tournament. Why? Because this tournament, no matter your age group, was mm -hmm. really represented the bucket list event for Cal South families because, well, it's in Hawaii. It's in Honolulu. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to travel for a soccer tournament, let's go big guys, right? That's right. And everyone That's was right. always dreaming big about how are we going to get to Hawaii? So we actually negotiated with the organizers of the Hawaii tournament to hold one spot for Cal South. And they comped us, Cal South then was so thrilled about that, that they started comping us extra assets to promote the contest. You can imagine the participation was overwhelming. And like I said, soccer families fondly remembered that Stremix brand as the one that brought them that offer and then remembered it year after year and kept loyal to that brand. Yep, and that's the thing, is what families really liked was they felt that Stramix, Stramix who was a family-owned company, really mm -hmm. got them. It's mm -hmm. like they felt like Stramix understood them. They understood who they were and they could relate to them. Mm -hmm. We made the Stramix brand relatable and memorable by offering a relevant reward. Okay. Now, don't get me started about how that offer could have sucked. Let's be, let's be honest here. It's one of my triggers. My experience is that many sponsors of major events fail to capitalize on their assets, and they hardly ever take advantage of the potential relationship that they can build with the audience, okay? mm -hmm. whether it's fans, whether it's families in something like this, whatever it is. You, sponsors don't take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, don't get me going. How to maximize your sponsorship will be a topic that we cover on another day. Absolutely. Because so, we do have a lot of experience yeah. with that. Let's just leave it there. And instead, I'm just going to move on to offer number five. Okay. We're going to leave the Stremix thing there. It was super awesome. Number five is to how to use your offer to prominently reinforce your brand's key benefit. Okay, this is going to be a quick example for you. We actually helped boost sales of LA Gears light-up shoes for kids by offering a free light-up watch with purchase. Now, I don't know if for those of you who may remember back in the day, LA Gear was one of really the first ones to put the lights into shoes, which was a big game changer in the kids' shoe market. 
And the LA gear shoes at the time, um, the lights were red. So we insisted that the factory make the watches light up in red, which was, we weren't very popular with our international factory partner at the time, but we did make it happen because it was really important to us that you could see the related connection between the light up shoe and the light up watch. Yep. And that small reward offered a very high value, but yet low cost to LA gear. And it helped them clear the inventory for the following season. Now, without that reward, LA Gear would have had to provide key retailers with markdown money to clear the inventory. They may not have had as much trust in the brand moving forward, and those dollars would not have helped build the brand. Again, it was just a reinforcement of a very key benefit. Yeah, it was really um, just yet another example of how you can create an offer with the same budget or less as you would giving in lieu of rebates, markdown money, 10% off coupons, all those things. You can do better. You really can. And that's what we're really trying to encourage you to do so. So we've got a couple more to go. Offer number six. It actually borrows event interest from a seasonal event. Now, if you followed us for a while, you know how often we talk about seasonality, which is almost as much as we discuss generations. Quite a bit, yeah. quite a bit. So this is one of our favorites. We helped KidsMart tap into Earth Day by giving them a free tree sapling in store with any $30 minimum purchase. KidsMart ran out of tree saplings within three days of them dropping the circular in the Sunday paper. The chain had their best Monday sales day ever in their history and they increased their average transactional size by 50%. So the original transaction size on the average was 20, and we bumped them up to 30, and in some cases, even more. Yeah, it really was a ridiculously awesome program. If not for those tree saplings, KidsMart would have offered kind of a standard $5 coupon or a voucher for another purchase, which you know is very popular in the in the kids um, clothing area and has done well for years, but that kind of offer would not have resulted in the same level of sales, and certainly KidsMart would not have had their highest single day sales in history on a Monday, no less. Right, and you know one more thing I wanted to add about this one, Yvette, because it was Earth Day. And we were trying to be very conscious about that is not just give everybody the same tree sapling. We actually gave tree saplings that were indigenous to each region of the country. And so we divided the country into, I think it was about six or seven regions. And that was a tree that you got for that region. So we didn't want to just say, hey, it's for Earth Day for the sake of Earth Day, but we actually went one step further and made sure that this tree would survive because it would be indigenous to that region. That's right. And that was such a cool, fun program. It was breakthrough at the time. You know, some people at that time did seed packets and things like that, but nobody did free live tree sapling. So it really was fantastic. I love that program. Me too. But let's move on to offer number seven. It is last, but certainly not least, it's another example of making your offer culturally relevant, and in this case, geographically relevant also. 
So after our annual conference demo event in Vegas was nominated for a Markey Award, the pressure was really on to follow up with a big splash in Atlanta. So we got clever and did a share for a share offer. Yeah, I, you know, this was uh, relatively recently and pre-pandemic, and um, I did feel like the pressure was on because this program that Sherry mentioned in Las Vegas was wildly successful. It was amazing. It helped um, Sage to be able to schedule demo events at their conference because as you anybody knows that are in, in that kind of space, it's great. You want to do on-site demos, but you always get this crush of people coming in at certain times. And if you can actually get them scheduled, you have much more ability to touch more people and kind of get everybody through the system. So yeah. now that they were moved to Atlanta, we came up with something new and pretty awesome, which was, as Sherry said, to share for a share. And the way this worked is that there was a segment of their conference attendees that got an email invitation that they could come and share insights to share for a share. The reward for coming and to this demo is that they got a customized Coca-Cola bottle with the Sage um, branding on it, which was really cool at the time because uh, Coke was just starting to do those. And they also got a fractional share stock gift card that was valued randomly between 25 and $100. And we tied into Coke because the event was in Atlanta and well, you know, it is the home of Coca-Cola, right? Right. So these customized Coke bottles were really novels at the time because Coca-Cola was promoting them in their ad campaigns. Yeah. And if, if you guys remember, there was a period of time where you could go to the store and all the Coke bottles had, you know, sort of customized things on them. They had names for a while and then they did another program where they had, um, you know, Dang. different relationships and sayings and mm -hmm. things like that. So this was all going on at the time. Again, tapping into something that was culturally relevant, bigger than them, but would make a connection in the mind of the um, prospect. So if that wasn't enough, the other part of the share for the share, Coke share and the stock share, was this fractional share gift card. This was a pretty new innovation at the time, and it allowed us to associate Sage with not only innovation, but also with blue chip mega brands like Apple, mm -hmm. Nike, and Google. Plus, it, in, it included this gamification element because when you showed up, you got your bottle and your stock certificate inside, and you could randomly win a share that was anywhere between $25 and $100. All that did, that was not a big additional effort, but you know what? It made the demo more fun and engaging for our prospects. And that's part of what made it a win. Yes, and guess what? Our client called us the day that the email dropped. Do you remember that? Yes, because we thought, why is he calling right now? What, what happened, right? <laughs> yeah, what happened? Did they not drop the email? No, they dropped the email and half of the slots were already filled by that afternoon. And by the next day, all the demo slots were filled and it was yet another win for our team. Absolutely. It was, we were so excited, so thrilled and thrilled because our client was thrilled, thrilled because it worked. Mm -hmm. And really what made this offer 
not, you know, if, if you wanted to make this offer suck, Sage would have simply relied on the kind of standard $25 Amazon gift card reward, which by our observations being in the B2B space kind of feels like the industry standard for B2B demos, right? Yeah. That kind of feels like yeah. that's kind of about what everybody um, pays for, you know, if you're going to give a reward for a demo. And mm -hmm. no doubt they would have gotten a few takers, but chances mm -hmm. are they wouldn't have filled the scheduled slots because everybody would have been like, oh yeah, I'll drop by if I remember, whatever, pick up my gift mm -hmm. card. Yeah, that's great. And the offer wouldn't have taken that next step by associating Sage with innovation and blue chip brands. Absolutely. And that's what I'm talking about when I say the best creative out there, guys. I mean it. And that's a wrap on our seven examples. So feel free to get inspired and build something of your own and level up with your offers. You know, we strategically selected these offers to share today to prove a point that leveling up your offer works. It works whether you're a B2B or a B2C. Today, we shared some CPGs and retailers, giant nationwide offers and small targeted ABM offers, big brands, emerging ones, you name it, we covered it, right? So you can see that with the right offer, you can get results also. Yeah, and the thing is, um, aside from the different categories and types of offers and brands and all of that, we also used offers in these examples to demonstrate that they work all along the customer journey. Okay, if you listen into the last couple episodes, we talked about offers that build awareness. We talked about offers that drove demos, and we even talked about offers that were purchase incentives to buy something as big as a home okay like that's that's how big these guys these things can go yeah so additionally it's it, it really does help to motivate your prospects all along the customer journey and also as if that weren't enough the value of your offer can be as small as a tree sapling or as big as a trip to hawaii okay the value isn't what's important. Throwing more money at your offer isn't going to make it better. More important than their value is how the offer tells your story and how it connects to your audience. And we shared these examples that connected in various ways from relating to the time of year, the local market, the product's key benefit and more. Why? because there's no single way to make the connection between your brand, your audience, and your offer. Yep, and I'm just gonna say it one more time. It's not as important how you make the offer relevant. What's important is that you make it relevant. And on that note, I think it's time to wrap up the series. Now, if you would like to see visuals of these examples and learn more about the process, just go to our website at xpromos.com. You can also subscribe to our newsletter where you can get prompted when we drop new content on all things marketing. And yeah, what else can they do, Sherry? Well, if they would like some help transforming their boring, maybe kind of sucky offers into something really fun, creative, and compelling, naturally, we've got an offer for that. 
So look at the details in the show notes or visit our website at xpromos.com. Again, thanks for listening and come back again.